Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. Hello, and welcome to The Place to Be, a Seinfeld podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Eric. On today's episode, listeners will be competing in our first ever Festivus trivia episode of the podcast, and we're very excited to get it started. Yes, happy Festivus to all the Seinfeld fans out there. We thought this would be a nice way to celebrate by bringing some of the listeners onto the show to play some Seinfeld trivia, and we hope you play along at home as well as we ask the questions. But before we meet our teams, we just wanted to go over some of the rules first. So we have eight teams that will be competing in the trivia today. There will be four rounds of trivia. Each team will be asked questions until they get one wrong in a round-robin style. At the end of four rounds, we will tally up the scores, and the top two teams will be moving on to the fifth and final round. And then in the final round, the top two teams will be answering questions back and forth, and the first team with three strikes is out, and then we'll have our winner. But other than that, I think we're ready to meet our teams. I hope you all enjoy this episode, and once again, happy Festivus to everyone. And let's rumble! All right, so we're going to get started with our Festivus trivia. What's going to happen right now is I have everybody's names in a hat randomly. I'm going to pick a name out uh, just so we know what order we're going in tonight. And uh, once I say your team name, if you could just uh, say your name and where you're from. And then once we're done with that, we're going to get started with the trivia. So first team to go will be Riemann Schneider's Butcher. All right. (laughs) So what's your name and where you're from? So I am Dan, and I'm playing along with uh, my brother Doug and some guy we just call Feldman, (laughs) Uh, Doug and Niles. Uh, I am in the Chicago suburb of Naperville, and Doug and Niles are in Haddonfield, New Jersey, just outside of Philadelphia. This is Dan! (laughs) (laughs) All right, team number two. You better think again, Mojambo. (laughs) Tell us what's your name and where you're from. My name is Troy. Uh, I'm from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So, our differential from you guys. Yeah, I'm springing ahead right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that won't cause any problems. <laughs> All right. Next team up is O'Brien and Murphy. All right. I'm Alex. I live in Laguna Beach, California, and I'm with uh, Darius Perrysburg, uh, Ohio. And he's Colin O'Brien, not Donald. And I'm Dylan Murphy. <laughs> Young Murphy. Number four, pair of bear claws. <laughs> What's your I'm, name? Uh, where are you from? I'm Matt from Fishers Island, New York, and my buddy Eric is from Charlestown, Rhode Island. Oh no way! I'm from Westerly. Wow. Yeah. Right next door. Yeah. <clears throat> Rhode Island. They're never in contention. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Hot and heavy. Hey, you got Brian here, and uh, I'm with my next-door neighbor, Joe, and we're up here in uh, Ramsey, New Jersey. Oh, so we got Crazy Joe Devola, and we got Beat It, Brian. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six. Some girl from Long Island. <laughs> I'm Stephanie, and I'm from Long Island, New York. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> But you're not Chinese. You might want to think about changing your name. Number seven, 
best number. We have Coco and the Ooze, or Coco and the Double Zeros. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Rosemary. I'm from Claremont, California. I'm playing with Noelle. I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, my name is Noelle, and I am playing from Palm Springs, California. Well, Noelle, you play a hell of a piano. <laughs> she doesn't deserve a she doesn't deserve a baby shower. She deserves a baby monsoon. She deserves Rosemary's baby. <laughs> so that means number eight, last but not least, is Team Bosco. Oh boy. Hey, uh, I'm Sarah, playing with Bob. Uh, we are in San Diego, California. Awesome, Bosco. Bosco. <laughs> All right, so we are just going to get right into it. Like I said, we're going to start off with some easier questions, but they're going to get a little harder as we go throughout. First team, Riemann Schneider's Butcher, are you ready? Yes. yes. In the episode The Conversion, George is thinking of converting to this religion. That would be Latvian Orthodox. Latvian Orthodox? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> In the Wigmaster, what is the name of the parking lot where hookers are turning tricks in George's car? It's at J Jiffy Park, right? Correct, Jiffy yeah. Park. Yeah, right. <laughs> Take it up with Consumer Affairs. <laughs> <laughs> in the opera, we find out that Kramer is scared of what? Is clowns. Scared of clowns, yeah. Clowns, that's right. Yeah. Are you still scared of clowns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the busboy, where was Elaine's male suitor from? Seattle, Seattle right, Dan? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the pesto of cities. <laughs> <laughs> what song does Elaine guess to win Mr. Pitt a spot holding the Woody Woodpecker balloon? That would be Next Stop Pottersville. <laughs> yes, yes, goody. Next Stop Pottersville, Next, next Stop Pottersville. Pottersville. Next Stop Pottersville. <laughs> you are a genius. <laughs> In the Seinfeld Chronicles, what color was the shirt George was wearing with the button that Jerry said was in no man's land? Was it? I think it's. I think it's pink, right? No. Sorry. The final answer? No, no. We're wait, I think. I think it's. I, Dan, I, I think it's red. All right, Dan. go ahead with that. We'll go red. with red. Final answer. Red. Final answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's purple. Uh, it's purple. Ah. I liked it. <laughs> but great job, guys. Well done. All right. So you better think again, Mojambo. Are you ready? I'm ready. In the episode, The Pen, whose name does Elaine cry out after meeting Jerry's aunt? Stella. <laughs> Stella. Her back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> In the abstinence, what illness does George's girlfriend Louise say that she has that leads to her inability to have sex and George's brilliance? Mononucleosis. <laughs> Nucleosis. How long is this not going to be a problem for me? <laughs> <laughs> In the airport, Elaine gets stuck with what kind of meal? Maybe, let's say kosher. Kosher. Correct, a kosher meal. Oof. I ordered it six weeks ago. I forgot. <laughs> David. Yes. In the episode, The Dealership, according to the old man, how much were you able to get a Hershey bar for? A nickel. A nickel. <laughs> Very good. 
In the episode The Bookstore, what does Jerry find out his parents steal because they're too expensive? They're stealing batteries. Yes. Well, sometimes your father forgets, so I have to. <laughs> what did Elaine have ripped out of her winter coat in a seat-saving incident? Oh, she had the fleece ripped right out of it. That's right, her fleece. <laughs> in the episode The Cafe, Elaine tries to take George's IQ test for him at the Dream Cafe. What does she order from Babu while taking the test? Oh, uh, uh, tea and toast. Maybe. Hmm. She does say that, but. Okay. Let's say rigatoni then. You got it, rigatoni. (laughs) Adam, I think we got to go with the first answer there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. The judges have ruled it. It was one of the two. Well, at least you knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You should be proud of that. Yeah, yeah. We got there. All right. O'Brien and Murphy, are you ready? Yes, sir. Yep. In the raincoats, who catches Jerry and Rachel making out during Schindler's List? That was. Do you, do you agree with Newman? It was Newman, yeah. That was final Newman. Answer. <laughs> final answer. I'm sorry, I should have let you say final answer, but yes, Newman. In the Maestro, what Italian region is the Maestro's vacation house? You agree, Tuscany? Yeah. Tuscany. Tuscany, final answer. Correct, Tuscany. <laughs> In the episode The Jimmy, Kramer has been invited to the AMCA benefit where he will be sitting at the head table with this singer. Mel Torme. You agree with Mel Torme? Yeah, Mel Torme, final answer. Mel Torme, that's correct. <laughs> what does Mickey say is the hamlet of diseases? Cirrhosis of the liver with jaundice. That's not final. Are you sure? Are no, you sure about that? No. Uh, well, that was jackpot. I know that. Um, yeah, I think that's right. I'm sorry. It was bacterial meningitis. Oh. Bacterial meningitis. That is the hamlet of diseases. Cirrhosis of the liver. Oh. He's excited to wear makeup. <laughs> Great job, guys. All right. A pair of bear claws. Are you ready? Ready. Number one, in the episode The Pledge Drive, what candy bar does Mr. Pitt eat with a knife and fork? Snickers. Of course, Snickers. (laughs) In The Burning, what ailment does Kramer keep getting assigned to perform? You want to take it, Eric? Oh, gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. (laughs) I want people to to feel my gonorrhea. (laughs) Feel it, they will. (laughs) In the episode The Glasses, Jerry goes to Cousin Jeffrey's apartment to pick up concert tickets for this performer. Paul Simon. The Paul Simon concert in the park. (laughs) In The Doodle, what was the nationality of the woman Uncle Leo called to the hotel room? The Chinese woman? No, no, no. Is that your final answer? (laughs) It's not, but I don't know the right answer. I know that's he was expecting an Asian woman, but I'll, I'll go with... Caucasian. Uh, you should have. Is that your final answer? Well, because you should have gone with. Well, it's too long anyway. I'm sorry. The answer was Asian woman, though. Oh. So they were sending over an Asian woman. <laughs> right. I thought this. He was disappointed that she wasn't Asian. Oh well. Right. That's what. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because that was what. That was the one that he wanted to call to the hotel room. All right. Hot and heavy. Are you ready? We are ready. All right. 
In the pitch, what two words make George and Jerry laugh because they sound so similar? Seltzer and salsa. <laughs> salsa, salsa, salsa. Salsa? <laughs> you have the salsa after the salsa. <laughs> In the episode The Millennium, how does Kramer pronounce the word barometer? It's pronounced thermometer. <laughs> People still be using napkins in the year 2000? <laughs> I don't want to leave anyone out. <laughs> in the Frogger, what does Slippery Pete refer to the outlets as? The holes. I mean, the holes. The holes. The holes. You mean the holes? <laughs> in the pool guy, Ramon got fired for putting too much what in the pool? Chlorine. I was putting too much chlorine in the pool. <laughs> It's in the deep end. <laughs> in the Puerto Rican day, what was the name of the movie that George used the line, that's gotta hurt? Ah, uh, what was the, the question was the name of the movie? Yes. There was a blimp involved. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember the name. Um, Want to throw out a guess? Uh, Hindenburg. Uh well, you should have gone with your first answer. The answer was actually it was Blimp, the Hindenburg story. Oh. <laughs> but I would have accepted Blimp. Fair. <laughs> uh, that was fair. Uh, you should accept Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some girl from Long Island, are you ready? Yep. In the airport, George takes the last copy of what magazine, much to the anger of the prisoner on the cover? Time magazine. Can't wait to read my Time magazine. <laughs> in the wink, what causes George to wink involuntarily? A uh, grapefruit that got squared in his eye. Yeah, grapefruit pulp, yeah. Pulp, pulp can move, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you eat a regular breakfast? In the episode The Soup Nazi, how much does George get charged for bread? $2? It was actually $3. That's okay. That's okay. Moving on. To Coco and the Ooze, are you ready? Yep. <laughs> All right. In the junk mail, what does Kramer put on the mailman dummy because we're blind to their tyranny? A bucket. <laughs> so shouldn't bucket. you be wearing the bucket? <laughs> Move along. <laughs> uh, in the smelly car, what VHS movie does George have to pay $98 for after it's stolen? Noel, is it um, is it Rochelle Rochelle? I think so. That's correct, Rochelle Rochelle. A strange erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> <laughs> in the summer of George, what sport did George play in the park, delaying him from dropping off the invitations to Jerry? Noel, is it Frolf? I'm gonna go with Frolf. Frolf, yep. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Froth, frisbee golf, golf <laughs> with a frisbee. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> In the old man, how much did Bleaker Bob originally offer Kramer and Newman for Jerry's old record collection? Oh shoot! All right, Noel. Um, for Jerry's. Jerry's old um, um, was it 
it was very low. It was like three, it was like three dollars or three or five. Oh no. See, I wanna say I wanna say it was twenty. It was low though, you're right. All right, well, we'll, we'll go with yours because I think, you're, yeah, we'll go with yours. Okay. Uh, I'm really sorry if I lose it, though, but final answer, 20. I'm sorry. $5. Damn. Okay. $20 oh! is how much you yeah. Fields records or how much you offer yeah. for Sid Fields record. What, you got oh, to live in Honolulu? Damn. <laughs> like Jerry Vest and Italian love songs. You got Sergio Mendez. I can't even go to the bathroom in South America. <laughs> He's got a cult following. <laughs> All right. Okay. Team Bosco, are you ready? Boy. Ready. All right. In the Fusili Jerry, what does Putty do differently from Jerry in the move? Uh, the pinch. Yes, he does the pinch at the end instead of the swirl. Correct. <laughs> In the episode, The Junior Mint, Kramer questions the doctor about interabdominal retractors due to his concerns after watching what TV show? 2020. <laughs> Did you see that special on 2020 last night? <laughs> <laughs> In the episode, The Reverse Peephole, where does Newman tell Kramer he learned to climb trees? Summer camp. Oh, gosh. Summer camp sounds like it could be a, a kid goes out of the city for summer camp. A summer camp? Sorry, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Climbs like a ring-tailed lemur. All right, Raymond Schneider's Butcher. We are back to you. Are you ready? We are ready. Oh, All right. Ready. Yeah. In the pie, what kind of donuts does Audrey keep in her purse? Uh, I mean, we got to guess something, Dan. Yeah. This is a, this is a real, Ooh. real. Food. Uh, let's go with uh, chocolate. I don't no, know. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm gonna go with um. She keeps uh, powder donuts. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Entenmann's uh, donuts. She keeps Entenmann's uh, donuts in her purse. How, how do you know they're not powdered? Well, they could be powdered. <laughs> Jerry doesn't say it. They have a case at the end of the. Aisle. That that that's the most common Entenmann's donut. I mean, I, I think we can all I think we can all agree on that. That is true. Yes, but uh, you know, now we're splitting hairs. And <laughs> <laughs> You better think again, Mojumbo. Uh, are you ready? ready. <laughs> in the betrayal, according to Elaine, what is Jerry's name in Indian? Jugdish. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Jugdish. In the big salad, when the stationery store guy asks Elaine for her last name, she says, it's just Elaine. Like, which celebrity? Like Cher. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like Cher. <laughs> Who is George's favorite explorer? Uh, discovered the Mississippi. Uh, the DeSoto? Yes, correct. Like they like wouldn't have found that anyway. anyway. <laughs> in The Wizard, what are the names of George's fictional horses at his fictional house in the Hamptons? 
Snoopy and uh, Prickly Pete. Snoopy and Prickly Pete. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jay Peterman's first name? Mm. Well, his mom, his mom calls him, uh, or he, when he's talking to his mom, he says Jacopo or Jacobo. Correct. Jacopo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got to kick it up a notch. It's go time. It's go time. What actor stars in Firestorm? Huh. In the Seinfeld universe, not in real life. <laughs> I mean, is it? Yeah, let's say Liam Neeson. I'm sorry. Oh. Harrison Ford. How about when Harrison Ford jumped out of the plane? He's shooting back at him as he was falling. How about the underwater escape? Oh, man. Like to go in fresh. (laughs) That's nothing to do with the plot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good job, though. Thank you. All right. O'Brien and Murphy, are you ready? Yes. In the wallet, what did Morty Seinfeld say he refused to put in any of his raincoat lines? Raincoat lines? Can't be a belt, right? Well, I mean, he had the beltless trench coat, but... Right, well, that's that's an innovation. Yeah. why did he refuse to put in any of his raincoat lines? What what might you put in a raincoat <laughs> line? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I got to call time. Okay, I guess we got to say belt. All right. Well, belt is incorrect, but... Well, yeah, no, he did create the beltless trench coat, the executive, but while he's in the doctor's office and he's having his blood pressure taken, the nurse opens up the blood pressure cuff and he screams. And he says, Velcro, I can't stand Velcro, that tearing sound. I was in raincoats. I refuse to put that in any of my lines. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he throws the wallet away because it's made of, because it has Velcro in it. All right, a pair of bear claws. Are you ready? Ready. In the Cadillac. What does George say Art Vandelay imports? Pencils? Or ma- sorry, matchsticks. Really long matchsticks. Matchsticks, your final answer? Matchsticks. Eric, you want to confirm? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> In the episode The Suicide, what household appliance does Kramer want back from Martin, who is in a coma? Vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I want my vacuum cleaner! <laughs> He can't hear you, you idiot. <laughs> In the abstinence, what is George's response when Derek Jeter brags that the Yankees won the World Series? Six games. <laughs> Six games. <laughs> In the library, when Kramer discovers the library cop's name is Bookman, he says it's amazing. It's like an ice cream man named what? Cone. <laughs> well, Mr. Bookman's been in the business a long time. I'm sure you've heard them all. <laughs> in the invitations, Elaine tells Jerry and George if a guy wanted to end a relationship with her, he should start doing this. Eric, say it. I see you. Smoke. <laughs> but you don't smoke. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. In the cartoon, according to Elaine, Jerry has naked drawings of whom? Lois Lane. Those are private. <laughs> in the baby shower, what is the name of the Russian cable guy in Jerry's dream sequence when he imagines getting caught for having illegal cable? Gosh. I'm, no idea. I'm going to go with uh, Nikolai. Nope. It was actually Agent Stone, FBI. <laughs> <laughs> My cable boy. Cable boy. What have you done to my little cable boy? <laughs> so we are moving on to hot and heavy. Are you ready? We're ready. All right. In the dealership, Putty develops what annoying habit that gets on Jerry's nerves? Mm-hmm. The high fives. Yep. Keeps asking for a high five. On the flip side. We'll just do the same monkey. <laughs> in the episode the maestro when jerry is trying to find a place to rent in tuscany george tells him tuscany is the same size as this u.s state uh i thought he said it was a really big state like wisconsin um it's not a big place you can't find something it's probably a small state Okay, I'm going with you, yeah, for sure. Uh, Rhode Island? I'm sorry, it was North Dakota. Uh, you know how big North Dakota is, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> All right, some girl from Long Island, are you ready? Yep. All right. In the fix-up, what kind of skin attribute does George say that he loves? A uh, pinkish hue. A pinkish hue? <laughs> There's a hue. All right. In the comeback, after seeing the end of this film, Kramer revokes his living will. Um, The Other Side of Darkness? Yes, The Other Side of Darkness. The coma lady wakes up at the end. <laughs> In the butter shave, what is the name of the company George works at where he is fake handicapped? Play Now. Play Now, yes. Playground equipment. What resident of Del Boca Vista used to work out with Charles Atlas in the 50s? Um, is he Mandelbaum? Yes, Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum. <laughs> in the smelly car, what is the hairdresser's last resort to get the smell out of Elaine's hair? Tomato sauce. Tomato sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the millennium, what is the name of the store that Kramer tells Elaine to get Harachis from? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Unless you own both stores. <laughs> in the movie, who did Jerry get stuck in the back of a cab with? Um, Chuckles. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Buckles. Pat oh, Buckles. Okay. <clears throat> Close, though. Very good. Yeah. All right. Coco and the Ooze, are you ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Great. In the episode The Implant, Kramer says he saw this novelist at the health club. No, it's Sam and Rushdie. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. That is correct. Salman Rushdie. He went from salmon to bass. <laughs> <laughs> in the mom and pop store, what word does Elaine think Tim Watley emphasized in the question, why would Jerry bring anything? 
Um, so, Noelle, why would Jerry? Why would Jerry bring anything? Or why would Jerry bring anything? Is it Jerry or bring? <laughs> oh shoot! I'm gonna go with bring. What do you think? That uh, the question is that Elaine thought was emphasized. Yes. I think he said. I think it was no. I think it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a total. It, he, he, she says, I think he said, like, wood. Oh, <laughs> good point. Wood. <laughs> wood. Correct. Wood. Yes. I think he emphasized. Just talk wood. it out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the junk mail, according to Newman, how long do postal workers get for breaks? Noel, is it three hours? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Correct. <laughs> Go take your three-hour break. <laughs> In the postponement, what does Jerry say is the best feature of the heavy relationship? Oh, um, Noelle, is it uh, makeup sex? Mm, I think so. The makeup sex. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes, missed out on the makeup sex. He's like, I didn't have any makeup bags. <laughs> <laughs> In the episode, The Muffin Tops, what type of muffin does Elaine order at Top of the Muffin to you the first time she goes in? Uh, Noelle, is it, is it peach? I was going to say peach. Yeah. Yeah. When she gets mad at Littman. Yeah. She says peach. <laughs> yes. You're correct. <laughs> peach. In the hot tub, what kind of music does Jerry program Jean Paul's radio alarm to at the hotel? It's like, um, well, it's um, some contemporary. Adult contempo. I remember him saying that. Adult contempt. Yeah, adult contemporary or adult contempo. Yes, that's correct. In the heart attack, what month does Tor Ekman say George should have been born in? <laughs> I don't remember. You're going to have to. I'm going to go with whatever you say, Rosary. Um, he says your your parents would have been well advised to wait. Um, uh, <laughs> you should have been born in. Um, oh, gosh. It's March. I'm sorry. It was August. Oh, you should have been born in August, which damn. is the best month to be born in. The fact that I was born in August has nothing to do with that decision. That I just made. <laughs> All right. Uh, Team Bosco, are you ready? Ready. In the dealership, what candy bar is George desperately trying to get? Twix. Twix. <laughs> yes, very good. In the episode The Fatigues, George gets a book on tape that sounds just like him. What is the subject of the book? Risk management. <laughs> it's on my resume. <laughs> yes, <laughs> risk management. In the Seinfeld Chronicles, what kind of food does Kramer ask Jerry for? I'm going to get mustard. Oh, my gosh. No. Is it meat? 
Yes, meat is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Who does Mr. Kruger mistake Kramer for at the Festivus dinner? Yeah, Dr. Van Nostrand. Yes, Dr. Van Nostrand. Uh, That's correct. (laughs) In the maestro, what kind of chair did George end up giving to the security guard? A rocking chair. Yes, a rocking chair. Not a director's chair. That's kind of a pompous look. (laughs) In addition to the Tales of the Sea, Kramer tells George that he has another book entitled what? Oh, gosh. I don't know. All right. I'm sorry. The answer was astounding bear attacks. Astounding bear attacks. (laughs) Okay, so we're back to Riemann Schneider's Butcher. Are you ready? Yes. Be be a little nicer on question one this time. I'm sorry. I'll be a little nicer. Appreciate it. (laughs) And commend Hopefully this is a little easier. Hopefully this is a little easier. In the episode "The Keys," while Jerry and George are looking through Elaine's apartment for spare keys, Jerry finds a script that Elaine is writing for this show. Dan, it's 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 Murphy Brown, Dan. Right? Yep. Yeah, Mur- yep. Murphy Brown. Yes, Murphy Brown. <laughs> Very good. In the doll, what do Kramer and Frank call the billiard room? It's the place to be. Place to be. Then I shall be there. <laughs> Gee, I was really, I, I, if you'd gotten that one wrong, I really would have been upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the limo, who does George impersonate? No, this uh, O'Brien and Murphy, right? What? Who does George Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking it out here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. It, I am not O'Brien. I am not O'Brien. Yeah, he's yeah, O'Brien. Yeah, George, O'Brien. Yeah, George is O'Brien. Correct. George is O'Brien. In the episode The Frogger, what are the names of the two guys who try to help George move oh. the Frogger machine across the street? You know this, Doug? You're nodding. <laughs> Isn't Prickly Pete one of them? No, no. Prickly Pete's the no, no, that's the horse. It's, uh, it's, um, man. Usually have it says horse. Yeah, it's not sneaky Pete. Sneaky. Pete. Oh yes, sneaky, yes. Sneaky, sneaky, Dan, sneaky Pete and slippery Pete. I know there's a slippery, slippery Pete. Pete. Slippery, slippery Pete. Pete and I got nothing, Dan. Oh, no, I don't either. Slippery Pete and fill in the blank. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you can't get half credit, but you were half right. It was Shlomo and Slippery Pete. Uh. Okay, you better think again, Mojumbo. Are you ready? Ready. In the movie, what is the name of the movie the four are trying to see together? The movie. The the Chinese restaurant they're trying to see Plan 9 from Outer Space. Is it, oh, let's say Firestorm. I'm sorry. The answer is Checkmate. I've been dying to see Checkmate. That's it. 
<laughs> That's okay. All right, we're moving on to O'Brien and Murphy. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. In the episode The Money, Estelle asks Frank how old Aunt Baby would be if she were alive today. What is his answer? She'd never make it. <laughs> final, yes. final answer. Yes, final she'd answer. never make it, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, oh, in the rye, what is the name of the horse that Kramer drives for his neighbor? You agree with Rusty? Yeah, Rusty. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> Rusty. Rusty! In the stakeout, what board game does Jerry play with his mom? You agree with Scrabble? Yep. Yes, very good. Quone? No, that's not a word. <laughs> you need a medical dictionary. <laughs> Patient gets difficult, you quone him. <laughs> in the doodle, Kramer reads a Billy Mumphrey manuscript while in Jerry's gas-filled apartment. He says the story is about love, deception, greed, lust, and what? International intrigue? That sounds right. I think that's right. It's international intrigue, right? Yeah, final answer. I'm sorry. It's unbridled enthusiasm. <sighs> Good job, guys. That's okay. All right, a pair of bear claws. Are you ready? Ready. In the little kicks, who did Kramer think had the final death blow coming to him? Oh, man. This is a Rima Schneider question. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything, EK? Um, Billy? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. Billy? Tommy? I'll go with your guess because I have no friggin' idea. No, the answer is actually the Hawaiian guy. She was like, oh. the Hawaiian guy had it coming to him. Yeah, they're a little too happy. I think you I think they they sent you they set you up for that. <laughs> Rima Schneider crew. No, I just love that line. That's sad. <laughs> All right, hot and heavy. Are you ready? Ooh. Yep. In the letter, where did Kramer say he hopped a steamship to when he was a teen? Something like that. Mm. Uh, Sweden? Sweden is correct. Woof! And it, it was a big one. In the jacket, what two colors make up the stripes of the inner lining of Jerry's jacket? Pink and white. Mm -hmm. Correct. Pink and white. In the deal, how many times does Elaine say she and Jerry had sex? I'm thinking something around 38. Final answer? No. I have to defer to my better half here. <laughs> Hot or heavy? Uh, I'm heavy. Your guess is as good on that one. Let's do it. 38? This is so painful. It's 37. Oh! 37 times. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Damn. All right, some girl from Long Island, are you ready? Yep. In the episode The Pen, Jerry's excuse to Jack Klompus for his black eyes is that he got into a fist fight with one of the ladies at the pool. What was he really doing? Scuba diving. That's right, scuba diving. <laughs> What's there to see underwater? In the strike, Frank says that the tradition of Festivus begins with what? Um, the airing of grievances. That's right. I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about them. In the Jerry pilot, what does the butler ask Jerry to buy more of? Pledge. Pledge? I just bought two cans. I don't have any wood in the house. <laughs> In the episode The Little Jerry, George is dating a woman who's in prison named Celia. What is Celia in prison for? Embezzlement. Oh, she sounds like a nice girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, embezzlement. In the package, what play is Cousin Jeffrey performing in that Uncle Leo wants Jerry to see with him? Mm. I don't know. Oh, uh, it's the Mikado. <laughs> Open the package, Leo. <laughs> Great job. All right, Coco and the Ooze, are you ready? All right, yeah, let's do it. In the parking garage, what is Kramer lugging around for most of the episode? No, well, it's the air conditioner, is it? Air conditioner, yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. Correct, air conditioner. In the cafe, what does Elaine score on George's IQ test the first time? Uh, Noelle, 85, Jerry, 85. <laughs> 85 IQ. 85, 85 yes, IQ. <laughs> While arguing with George about his cabana wear, what does Frank mistake for a mouse? Um, Noelle. Is it the noise in the attic? What do you think? Need an answer. It. We'll just go. With, you said it's a, a, like a. It's the the coffee table because it's right there. <laughs> the coffee table. No, I'm sorry. The answer is the remote. The remote. Oh, it's yeah. the remote. The remote. <laughs> Lousy moth-ridden crap. <laughs> <laughs> Team Bosco, are you ready? Ready. In the tape, who actually left the erotic message on Jerry's tape recorder? Elaine. Yes, very good. In the red dot, before he falls off the wagon, what was Dick drinking at the pendant holiday party? Cranberry juice. Correct. Cranberry juice without the vodka. Why don't you come by on New Year's and watch some football? <laughs> In the episode, The Stock Tip, George has a stock tip for a company televising what kind of stage performances? Oh, God. I know the name, The Stock. Uh, what's the name? Need an answer. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say televised. I just know the name of the stock, but I, yeah, you're not 
than that. No. So the answer is televising opera. It was a way of televising opera. All right. So that completes round three. And Eric, where are we at with the scores? Uh, Some girl from Long Island is in first with 12. And then we've got right behind her with 11 is You Better Think Again, Mojambo. And also Coco and the O's with 11 as well. And then everyone is pretty close. There's a bunch, There's some eights. There's some sevens. So everyone's right in there. All right. So now we are moving on to the final round. Uh, this is going to be the last round of questions before we have our final two teams go head to head. With the top two teams after this round with the most points are going to go on to the sudden death round. So, Riemann Schneider's Butcher, are you ready? Yes. All right. In the red dot, what kind of sweater does George buy that has a red dot on it? That'd be a cashmere sweater. Yes. 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 Oh, Georgie Porgy. (laughs) In the boyfriend, Jerry breaks up with Keith Hernandez after he asks him to help him do what? Move. Help him move. Move, yes. That's a big step. I'm driving him to the airport. <laughs> In the letter, what state do we find out Elaine is from? Maryland, Maryland right? Maryland, right? Yeah, Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Yes. In the episode The Sponge, Elaine buys an entire case of sponges. How many sponges come in a case? Oh, I, Dan, I, I think it's... I think it's 60. Okay. I, th- I, 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 I think it's 60. Let's go with it. 60. Correct. Okay. 60. Yeah. 60. boy. <laughs> Who leaps out of the audience at the live taping of the Jerry pilot? Crazy Joe DeVola. Yeah, Crazy Joe DeVola. Yeah. Semper Tyrannus. Means death to tyrants. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first kind of food Jerry offers Kramer to eat ever? I th- I think I think it's pizza, Dan. I think he ordered a pizza when he moved in, and like yes, okay. yeah, yep. right? yeah, pizza. What's mine is yours. Yes, very good pizza. <laughs> in the switch, we find out that Kramer's first name is Cosmo. Who is the last person we see in the episode to find out? Uh oh, oh wait hold on hold on, hold on. oh oh Dan it's Newman because they 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 walk in and she says Cosmo oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah walks in on the mom Babs, yeah, yeah Newman yep correct it is Newman in the Wigmaster what reason does Jerry give for wanting <laughs> to return the Andover shop blazer for spite. <laughs> I don't like the salesman who sold it to me. <laughs> That's right, for spite. <laughs> what celebrity who worked at NBC did Susan Ross have a crush on? It's 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 Letterman, right, Dan? Yes. Yeah, Let Letterman. Yes, David Letterman. Next time you told me I should break the Prozacs in half. <laughs> In the busboy, George ends up having to take care of the busboy's cat. What is the cat's name? Uh, well, well, well oh. so, so he, Dan, she, he calls him, he calls her Paquita. Yeah, and so Paquita, I, so yeah. I'm assuming yeah. that's it. Pa- yeah, Paquita. Yeah, Paquita. Correct. Yes, Paquita. 
<laughs> In the episode The Susie, what was the name of the Yankee black tie party that George went to with Kramer? Is it the pinstripe ball? Uh, <sighs> pinstripe ball. That is correct, yes. <laughs> when Brody asks Kramer to use his phone, <laughs> where does Kramer say it's located? It's got to be someplace, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to be something <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. Um, yeah, actually, I think it, you may be right, Dan. Go with the, the shower. Yeah, the shower. Final answer. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry. He says it's under the couch. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So you better think again, Mojumbo. Are you ready? Ready. In the episode The Merv Griffin Show, Kramer says he broke Jerry's blender when he was trying to make this. He was trying to make gravel. Yes, gravel. He likes the sound it makes when you walk on it. (laughs) (laughs) Where is the timeshare that Rabbi Glickman invites Elaine to after the high holidays? It's in the Hamptons. I'm sorry. Myrtle Beach was the correct answer. O'Brien and Murphy, are you ready? Yes. In the episode The Trip, Kramer runs into what famous actor and tries to sell him his movie treatment? You agree with Fred Savage? It's Fred Savage, yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. Fred Savage. <laughs> In the episode The Bubble Boy, Jerry said his girlfriend's laugh sounded like who sitting on a juicer? You agree, Elmer Fudd? Elmer Fudd, I think, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sir, Elmer Fudd is correct, yes. Elmer Fudd sitting on a juicer. <laughs> In the contest, who is the reason for Elaine dropping out? JFK Jr. You agree, JFK Jr.? Well, that is correct. (laughs) JFK Jr. In the episode The Pitch, George tells the NBC executives that he's written an off-off-Broadway play called what? La Cocina? Yep. Yes, La Cocina. (laughs) It's about a Mexican chef. (laughs) In the understudy, what movie caused Jerry's girlfriend to cry and him to have an inner monologue? You know this one? It's Beaches. Yeah, Beaches. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's it. Beaches, for God's sake. (laughs) In the conversion, what did George like most about his new faith, Latvian Orthodox? the hats right <laughs> okay yes yes the hats they convey the look you want in a religion it's very nice. pious <laughs> in the episode the cigar store indian both jerry and kramer try to jump off the subway and get gyros at queensborough plaza who steals jerry's gyro okay so who's the i believe it's al roker because the first the, one is no, no, no. Al Roker still steals Kramer's, doesn't he? When he sticks his arm through. The I don't door. think so. Because the first one, Al Roker is at the end, right? Yeah. And Jerry is at the, or rather, Kramer is near the beginning, and his is. T- I don't know who his is taken by, but that's when uh, what's his name who designs. Oh the yeah. Yeah, you're TR6. right. Al Roker. Al Roker. That. Final answer. Al Roker is correct. Yes. Oh. <laughs> What is the name of the restaurant that Gail Cunningham works at? Um, 
It's Pfeiffer's, not Bouchard's. <laughs> yes, it's Pfeiffer's. <laughs> In the wink, what Yankee player does Kramer ask to hit two home runs for sick Bobby in the hospital? <laughs> Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill is correct. <laughs> what is the name of the horse Elaine puts a bet on at the OTB office? Oh, I believe it's Captain Nemo. Put a sawbuck on Captain Nemo. Yeah, sawbuck on Captain Nemo. That is correct. Captain Nemo. (laughs) About what item in the Peterman catalog was it written? It's tough keeping your feet dry when you're kicking in a skull. (sighs) Guess it's fatigued. Fatigues. Fatigues. I think it was quilted chambray night sheets. Okay. I'll defer to you. Quilted chambray night sheets. I'm sorry. It was the Bengalese galoshes. Ah. <laughs> it might be a tad harsh for women's wear. <laughs> yes. All right. A pair of bear claws. Are you ready? Ready. While Kramer watches the naked woman across the street, what does Jerry watch on TV? Looney Tunes. I'm sorry. It was Tiny Tunes. All right, hot and heavy, are you ready? What was Kramer's scandal when he was running for condo president? I'm joking, Jerry. I'm joking. (laughs) Um, Come on, liar man, leave your web. Or was he kissing a woman or something like that? Mm, I don't know. Don't know. Um, I'm sorry. The answer, uh, the answer is candidate Cosmo Kramer caught uh, barefoot in clubhouse. Uh, oh, poor showing. Poor showing. It's okay. Some girl from Long Island, are you ready? Yep. What is Susan Ross's middle name? Biddle. Biddle, correct. Elaine's father, Alton Bennis, is the author of what book? I'm out. Sorry. Uh, I'm out. (laughs) That's okay. The answer was fair game. I really enjoyed fair game. Drivel. (laughs) Maybe some parts. What parts? The drivel parts? (laughs) Coco in the ooze, are you ready? Ready. In the alternate side, what did Kramer, Jerry, and Elaine discuss liquefying to help revive an unconscious Owen March? No, well, it's cookies, right? Cookies I want to say liquefy. cookies, yeah. Cookies don't liquefy, <laughs> they do. <laughs> Final answer? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. You could liquefy a cookie. <laughs> in his mouth (laughs) (laughs) what is the maestro's real name noelle it's bob cobb bob cobb (laughs) (laughs) well you'll have bob (laughs) i prefer to be called maestro (laughs) 
In the episode The Statue, what song does George say he was singing at 10 years old when he broke the statue in his childhood home? Um, no, well, it's um, something, something like Maria. It's, um, uh, I guess, <sighs> nobody does it like Maria. Sorry, it's MacArthur Park. He was singing oh, MacArthur, MacArthur Park. Park. Yeah. And he got to the part where I'll never have that recipe again. <laughs> <laughs> Team Bosco, are you ready? Ready. In the wink, Jerry thinks that 90 to 95% of the population is undateable. So how are all these people getting together? Alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> George says that the wig master is staying with him for two weeks and thinks that's excessive. But Kramer says that Bob Sacamano stayed with him for how long? You're killing me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say six months. Uh, you were off by a year. It was actually a year and a half. Oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> my, my friend Bob Sacamano stayed with me for a year and a half. <laughs> Well, great job, guys. Uh, everybody give yourselves a round of applause. That was a great job. Yeah, you know, I know you're probably on mute right now, and you probably hate me for those questions. So, great. <laughs> all right, thank you guys so much for playing. This was a lot of fun. You guys did a great job. Uh, and you're all winners. <laughs> but, Suddenly um, a new contender uh, has emerged. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got in seventh place with seven points. It's hot and heavy. Great job. Sixth place with nine points is Pair of Bear Claws. Fifth place with 10 points is Team Bosco. Fourth place with 12 points is You Better Think Again, Mojambo. Tied for third place with 13 points is Some Girl from Long Island and Coco and the O's, which means the top two teams moving on is Gene Greenman Schneider's Butcher and O'Brien and Murphy. All right. Well, congratulations to those two teams, and thank you so much, everybody. Right. If you guys want, you can definitely stick around and hear the uh, the sudden death round. Um, but we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We wish you all a happy Festivus and a Merry Christmas <laughs> and Happy New Year and Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all that stuff. So, <laughs> thank you for doing this, guys. Yeah. Oh, you're thank so you. welcome. Thank you. Our Thanks pleasure. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, guys. Send me Good some luck. horse meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for Sudden Death, uh, like I said, we're just going to go back and forth between the teams. We'll do all uh, the level three questions, and we'll do it the same format where you guys uh, – I'll ask the question. You guys have a little bit to discuss. So it's for, it's first with three strikes, you're out. Um, the team in second place goes first, which is O'Brien and Murphy, because you guys had 16 okay. points. All right, everyone. So uh, Riemann Schneider's Butcher and O'Brien and Murphy, are you ready? We are. Yep. Yes. All right. Great. So like we said, we're going to start with the second place team, which is O'Brien and Murphy. What did Jerry write on the headshot to his dry cleaner? I'm very impressed. That is correct. I'm very nice. impressed. <laughs> oh, impressed. <laughs> like it's just a dry cleaner. <laughs> All right. Riemann Schneider's butcher. 
How does Jake Jarmel end up in the hospital in the opposite? Dan, he got hit by a car, hit by a cab, or I mean, I don't know. If yeah, in a crosswalk, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he got, he got yeah. hit by a car, by... right? Mm-hmm. Dan, you okay with that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Eric, what do you think? Hit by a cab. Yeah, you got and... sideswiped by a cab. Okay, yep. so that counts, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Just making sure. All right, O'Brien and Murphy. In the Fusili Jerry, who is the true owner of the Ass Man license plates? Proctologist? I mean, do we need to say his name? Yes, he has a name. I believe it's Dr. Cooperman. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Cooperman, that's nice right. <laughs> He's going to be fine. <laughs> All right. Riemann Schneider's butcher in the face painter. Where does Kramer tell Jerry he should move to if he doesn't want to be a part of society? Yeah. Yeah. Find to move to the east side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> move to the east side. <laughs> All right. O'Brien and Murphy. What is the real name of the smog strangler? Smog Strangler. It's not. It's not Joel Rifkin. Oh God. <laughs> it's the guy. So it's the guy in the who was within them in the cop car. Levi. It's like Levi something. Neggy or something. Oh. Do you need a full name? Yes, because they do say his full name, so we'd like what they say on the news. I guess that we can go with that. I, I don't have a better answer. Levi Negi, final answer? <laughs> you were close, but it's actually Tobias Lehigh Negi. <sighs> so you were very close, but unfortunately, oh, man. that's one well, strike. Well well done. That was, that, that was, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Riemann Schneider's Butcher. In the episode The Stakeout, Jerry tells George that Vanessa looks like this actress as they stake her out in the lobby of her office building. Uh, why is the name... I, I may be completely making this up, Dan, but I don't know why the name Lena Horn is coming up, but that may be from another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing better, so I'm fine with that. Lena Horn. <laughs> so sorry. No, Lena Horn is who Kramer says that Jerry thinks he looks like. The actual answer is Lonnie Anderson. Oh, oh yeah. Lonnie Anderson. <sighs> oh, that's a good, that's so a good question. Tied at one strike. Yeah. O'Brien and Murphy. Frank says that Queens is full of mosquitoes and these other pests, too, if he's not mistaken. That's. I can hear him saying yeah. the line. I think it's Nats. Unless you have a better. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. I don't have anything, unfortunately. Okay, Nats, final answer. Nats is correct. Yes. (laughs) All right. Good job, Darius. Freeman Schneider's butcher. After he was robbed, Jerry says he doesn't have insurance because he spent his money on the most impenetrable lock on the market today. What is that lock called? Oh, it, it, it has um, only one flaw. 
Um, must be close. It's 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 something. Three thousand. Yeah, some yeah, it's a thousand. It's not yeah. First Commando H jumped into my head and I knew it wasn't that. <laughs> um, uh, it is the the most impenetrable lock on the market. The door must be closed. Oh man. The I got nothing. Something it's it, it's it's something three thousand or two thousand. I, I got nothing though, Dan. So if you got a word, go with a no, word no. first. Go with, go with Lockmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah Lockmaster. They go, Lockmaster. Three Lockmaster three thousand. Sorry, the answer is the Clapco D twenty nine. So not even close. Okay, cool. <laughs> not even close. That's all right. So O'Brien and Murphy. What did Crazy Joe Devola have on his tongue when he threatened Jerry on his answering machine? I think it was a knife, wasn't it? Wasn't he? No, on his tongue? That, that's not the answer. It's, okay, no. it's a hair. I've got a hair on my tongue. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. I was picturing something. Oh, yeah, I think that's right. Not a, okay. yeah, he was hair, tongue. not knife. Hair is correct. Mm. Nice one. All right, Riemann Schneider's Butcher. In the engagement, Elaine, Kramer, and Newman kidnap a dog and bring it upstate. What is the dog's name? Oh, it's Roxy. Roxy, yeah. we're worried sick about you. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, 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 oh. no, no. Let, okay. let, me just, let, me, let me just think about it. For, are you sure about that, Dan? I'm pretty confident because then the dog runs home to its owner and the owner's like, Roxy, we were worried sick about you. I mean, I'll go with it. Yeah. 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 Roxy? Yes. Final answer. Roxy is correct. Nice, Dan. O'Brien and Murphy, what two words does the doctor use to describe George's reaction when Susan dies? You know this one? No. It's restrained jubilation, right? Restrained jubilation? I mean, he's describing it at in the final episode, but he's describing it as restrained Restrained okay. jubilation. Okay. Restrained jubilation. That's correct. Nice. <laughs> Murderer! He killed our daughter. He knows those envelopes are toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Riemann Schneider's butcher. In the caddy, when George Steinbrenner is visiting the Costanzas to tell them about George's untimely death, what baseball player does Frank lament the Yankees trading? <laughs> it's, How did you trade Jay Junior? <laughs> <laughs> 38 RBI. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you, you know what the hell you're doing. Ken Phelps. All right. O'Brien and Murphy. In the episode The Slicer, Kramer trades his sausage press in for a slicer. What is the model number of the slicer? Oh, no. These model numbers are so hard. I know the model numbers are <laughs> I had to be yeah. fair, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go memorize them later. It, um, I think it's something really sim simple, like T6 or something like that. But Well, that's I think that's the lane. That's the mannequin. Was that the mannequin? Maybe. Um, but I'm getting confused. H, B, 2000. Okay, he's <laughs> coming in with the slicer. Oh, is it is it like okay? Is it like is there anything like omatic or something like that? Like the 
that ha has a more complicated word in it? Um, I don't need an answer. You mean like like Slice-O-Matic 2000 or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... It doesn't ring a bell for me, but... I'm, okay, I'm then I'll just... Let's do H... Okay, we'll do HB2000 final answer. Oh, man. It was the SP2000. Uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> SP2000. Yes. Yes. Wow. But, I mean, kudos for coming that close. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a good one. That's impressive. All right, well, this worked out perfectly. So each team has two strikes. So whoever gets the next strike is out, and we'll have our winner. No pressure. <laughs> Raymond Schneider's Butcher. In the raincoats, Elaine's boyfriend, Aaron, invited Jerry's parents on a behind-the-scenes tour where... The Met, the Metropolitan Museum of Art guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they go to the Met. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it was the Met. Yep. The Metropolitan yep. Museum of Art. <laughs> yeah. And then I see my fair lady. That's right. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> uh, O'Brien and Murphy. According to George, what are the four worst words in the English language other than "we have to talk"? Something like that involves bras. Like whose bra is this? I think it is. It could also be whose bra is that? And I think he would say this because it sounds a little funnier. I think so too. But. I have to be honest, I don't remember that moment, so. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, whose bra is this? Whose bra is this is correct. Nice. <laughs> yes. Love that line so much. Whose bra is this? Raymond Schneider's Butcher. Kramer suggests that Owen March is unconscious because he might have done this when Elaine wasn't looking. I mean, so 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 Dan, so so it's it's definitely drugs. Yeah, he, dropped acid. I feel like. Yes, yes, that's, yeah. that's what it is. That's what it is. Yes, he dropped acid. Yep. Yes. Dropped acid. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's right. He might have dropped acid when you weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> Kramer, he's not a drug addict. <laughs> All right. So O'Brien and Murphy. What is the name of Mayor Dinkins' orthopedist? Oh, it's um, it's Doctor Dector, isn't it? Doctor Dector. Yeah. You agree with that? Yes. Doctor Dector. You are correct. Wow, Doctor Dector. <laughs> Very good. It sounds like an orthopedist. <laughs> May I suggest the possibility that you're faking? <laughs> it moved. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! What's the matter with you? <laughs> uh, Riemann Schneider's Butcher. In the Muffin Tops, what did Kramer say you got on the, the Peterman reality tour for $37.50? Dan, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a Peagle, it's a pizza bagel and a, and a mini uh, three musket. Isn't it a mini three musketeers? Yep. yep. Right? 
Is that yep. right? You get, you get a pizza bagel and a mini Three Musketeers. Uh, yes, that is correct. Pizza bagel and bite sized Three it's Musketeers. Bite size, not it's bite size, not mini. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. Fun <laughs> size. Uh, O'Brien and Murphy. In the invitations, what ideas does George try to get Susan to break up with him? What ideas does he try? All of them? Well, there's... <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's... Okay, there's smoking. Right. And then there's the prenup. Correct. That's actually... Yeah, cigarette okay. smoking and the prenup. Because <laughs> there's also the hoping that she would die. Hoping he would take a flight and the plane would crash. Yeah. <laughs> or the letter like, I'm Susan, I'm so I'm sorry. It's a little <laughs> short. It's a little short, yeah. Then he moved to Staten Island. yourself in a seat. <laughs> freedom in clothes whole... is better than no freedom. Let's start to hold the wardrobe now. <laughs> uh, Riemann Schneider's Butcher. Yeah. In what Michigan city is the second domestic regional sorting facility located for the post office? Dan, I, th- I think it's Saginaw. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Do you have that? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Saginaw. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Wow. You guys are doing great. I know. (laughs) This is amazing. This is really amazing. Wow. All right. O'Brien and Murphy. In the episode The Hamptons, what does George tell Jane is his favorite cough medicine? I'm just trying to think of it's like, I I mean, it's something Tussin, it's like Pitussin. Quintussin, but I don't know, like, I, I mean, like, I honestly don't think I can make, but I don't think he says Robitussin. I think he says, like, Pitussin or Pitussin. Like, I can't honestly make out, because of his accent, the first syllable of it. Very refreshing. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, say it exactly like it sounds. I mean, okay. Pitussin. Pitussin? Yes, Pertussin, with the New York accents. (laughs) So, Riemann Schneider's Butcher. In The Maid, what area code did Elaine say she had when she first moved to the city? Oh, it it was originally... Yeah, Dan, when she she first moved to the city, it was uh, a 212. That's 646. Yeah, 212. 212. I'm sorry. The answer is actually seven one eight. Seven one eight. Seven one eight. Uh, she first went to the city. And she yeah, cried, cried about every it every night. <laughs> but wow, that was amazing, guys! Like, uh, like holy cow, holy cow! Like, that was both that was teams. a great job to both yeah. of you. I mean, I was I was trying to be fair. Like, what ones to pick? And, like, listen, nice work. Yeah, thank you. Thank nice, you. No, nice, nice work, game, to you guys. Great job. Awesome. Thank you, you know, so much. You know, I, I was telling someone that I was doing this today. I go, you know what? The only thing I don't want is some ridiculous question about what color a shirt was. And the first thing, <laughs> the first round, you give me, you give us what color is the shirt? And the first, I'm like, son of a bee. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, now well, you'll you guys. never forget this answer. <laughs> no. Well, thank you guys so much for playing. Happy Festivus. Congratulations Happy to Festivus. O'Brien and Murphy. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Good job, guys. Thank you. Again, happy Festivus, and wish you guys all the best. Happy Thanks Festivus. for listening to the podcast. Yes, thank, you. So thank you. Guys. Thank you, guys. We'll, we'll yeah. see you guys soon. Sounds good. Have, Have a, a great night. night. Take Have care. Night. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you for listening to our Festivus trivia episode. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at theplacetobeseinfeld at gmail.com. You can also find our show on Facebook at The Place to Be, a Seinfeld podcast, Twitter at TPTB Seinfeld, and Instagram at theplacetobe.podcast. You can find our show on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like, please rate and review. It really helps us out. But to everyone out there, have a happy Festivus and be sure to hang up your pants for the perfect crease. Until you pin me, George, Festivus is not over. Please, somebody stop this. Let's rumble! I think you can take him, Georgie. Come on, be sensible. Stop crying and fight your father. Ow! Ow, I got This is the best Festivus ever! Okay!